ready, kids? Aye, aye, Lorath. <laughs> no? Is that... No, yeah, you know. It works, right? Aye, aye, Lorath. This is still two syllables. It works. Hey, uh, interstitial episode number one or whatever. While we're on vacation, a little shorty. Shorty McGee. Hi, JJ. Hey, Andy. How's it going? Good. Um, Diablo 4, my friend. Uh, I was on... Yep. I was on last night. I said I was in Act Six, and you're like, "Oh, you're you're close to the end there." And I said, "Huh? I thought there was going to be more." Uh, sure enough, I walked in and sure. spoilers, I guess spoilers. Diablo, spoilers. Diablo, Diablo Four. Four. Mm-hmm. Story spoilers. Last warning. Welcome to We Were Gamers, the podcast. Uh, Lilith was in the room after a cutscene. <laughs> mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, I was pretty close. <laughs> close to the end and then there was like a, a story part after it and i was like it can't be that long and it sure wasn't yeah um i yeah, thought got, this got the little tr- like story thing at the end there um I, but then yeah that yeah was, that was the end of the, i thought the this end. tree of whispers thing was part of the story and then i realized it's part of the ongoing content i mean there is a thing with the tree of whispers that you did during the story right but no that, there's that was now it. at the end after the cutscene at the end with the boat and Narelle and all that. Uh, yeah, there's now it just a takes go you back, back to the to tree, the tree. So that you could do the ongoing weekly yes, quest. There's like a or not weekly. Oh, they're like no, it's like whenever you want to do it, you could do it all the time. It's to get gear. Yeah. Um, yeah, it is. So let's chat about An experience. Actually, yeah, let's chat about uh, the game itself, okay. the story, and the ongoing seasonal stuff afterwards and we'll do it quick because i don't think there's a huge amount in each section of those things to talk about but um the the thing i have so far the most experience with is the story so um i thought it was very interesting it was more cinematic in terms of its use of stopping the game and the in-game engine to do more storytelling especially with like mefesto showing up as the dog um and the like nightmare dreams and all sorts of like they they really i feel like took the story less linearly right like they were able to like take pauses and do other stuff along the way it was it definitely felt like they did a lot of hey there are multiple things going on at once here and you can kind of pursue whichever of those parts of that that thing are interesting to you um, in the story structure. Um, and, you know, then you get to the end or whatever of it and then see, oh, yeah, there was still, you know, the other things continued, right, while you were off doing the other thing. Yeah. Uh, kind of fun the way they did the story that way. Kind of fun that they kind of left a lot of it open even when you went somewhere, right? Like, uh, I don't know what happened over there. Hmm. It just sort of happened. I can't believe they killed off characters along the way that we had known since like Diablo two times. Uh, Which one? Um, the the camel guy. I can't remember his name. The dude that used to hang out with uh, the Wanderer and Deckard Kane. The drunk guy. Oh, the. Um, the guy that is in charge of the caravan or, yeah. or whatever. Yeah. And yeah, then Don- yeah, yeah. Donan also has 
was a Haradrim we'd heard about before. Right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And the story, the story was pretty unforgiving along the way. Um, kind of surprised, actually. Like, D- Diablo 3's story was much more just like, run around and kill the bad guys. A lot more like, we need MacGuffin X to proceed in Diablo uh, 3, I think. And yeah. this definitely didn't have as much like, go find the chalice of so-and-so to open the gates of blah, blah, blah. And, you know, yeah, less of that, right? No, just more like, we need the soul stone and we need to keep catching up with people. Right. It's like, okay, I guess so. Um, it's just kind of crazy, like, like thinking back and... And like how we got Deckard Kane, Deckard Kane's dead, Deckard Kane's daughter, apprentice, whatever, uh, she's gone, right? Like, oh, now we get Donan, up, Donan's dead, up, Donan's son's dead, up, I, who, uh, yeah. <laughs> this game kills off, kills off, quote unquote, Lilith and um, Inarius even. And you're just like, who's, who's left, man? Tyrael's missing. Right, we haven't. We don't know what's up with Tyrael. We don't know what's up with um. It's that guy. Uh, the the other archangels, right? Oh well, yeah that that was weird to have gone all the way to heaven and met most of the angels last game, and then just not kind of nothing about them. Today. Nothing yeah. from about them in the that whole game. Um crazy a little bit weird also strange that we killed astaroth and then he's back in hell uh just fine well i I think that's the way it goes right that's kind of what they say as part of this is that you know you kill them they They don't just they're not dead dead. they just go back to hell and then Uh now that they're in hell you know they can where they're supposed to be it's fine i guess i guess yeah hmm I'm not a I'm not a Diablo loreist, so I don't I'm know not what a perfect lore... loreist on the game either. I like it enough to continue playing the series. It wasn't a game that got super like. I mean, I think it was popular when it launched, but it hasn't stayed in the front forefront of like Twitch or anything else like that. Um, I know there are still yeah, people it... playing it with the seasonal stuff, but like it, its story is worthy of people playing it. If you've played the other Diablo games, I think it's worth it. Yeah, and especially the stuff that it gives you about Lilith and the you know, if if you hadn't read the like lore books or whatever, you might not know the like story of the creation of Sanctuary, which oh, they really? do give you here huh. in this game, right? I, the, the I know the story. Come. I'll go I know the story of the creation of Sanctuary, and I don't know I would assume I learned it through the games, because I'm not sure that I learned it outside the games. I think it was probably in the like manuals in diablo one and two like one of those things where like you read the book and it tells you about it yeah if you read any of the the lore books is there a way to find your playtime uh not that i'm aware of but maybe there's like a like a slash plate or something i don't know uh oh in the game yeah i don't know i'm not i'm not aware of it i just was curious if like battlenet the app um I've never seen that. Yeah. I, I don't want to open you had the it game. on steam. There would be a way to do that. But. Yeah. I don't have, I don't want to open the game to do slash played, but I can't imagine it was crazy long. 
Just in terms of the the, cam- the campaign, like if you just play straight through, right? I mean, which it is took more me, or less what you did, I'm guessing. I think it was, took me like four or five good sessions of like at least a couple hours each. Yeah, it's not <clears throat> that that long. Yeah, no, I just mainlined. I mean, let's see. I'm going to pull up the map thing that I made. I mainlined the quest, the main quest, except when doing a stronghold in each area. One of which was required anyway. So I did three extra strongholds, maybe two extra dungeons. I ran around in the path of doing things once I got the horse to get the altars that were semi on the way. Yeah, the the thing about the altars is that there are so many of them. Oh, sure. Yeah. And it would be like... Like, I have very few of the altars even, just because I haven't bothered to, like, run around in every area collecting them. If I'm bored and I don't want to do leveling or whatever, then, yeah, I go find, like, an area and I go grab a bunch of altars. I mean, after leaving Fractured Peaks, which is the starting area, I didn't even do any more uh, dungeons or side quests. I just stopped entirely. Um, Yeah, because it really isn't needed, you know? No, they're not. They're not needed. I hit 45 at the end of the game. So when I okay. went when I went to Heck, uh, it said that the area was above my level because I was only forty three when I got there. But mm-hmm. uh, by the time I finished, literally getting the experience for the main quest and doing um, the start of the Tree of Whispers, I didn't even do the battles, but just the XP from the quests like ticked me over to forty five. So they really yeah. mean it. They expect you to be forty five when the game ends. <laughs> Yeah. So the uh is but the Paragon stuff starts at fifty, right? Yeah, yeah. So I could run around to to do basically like rep for all the towns and probably hit fifty and get all the extra skill points at that point and be done hitting fifty and hit Paragon at the same time. Um so th- while also getting all the extra skill points probably is how that would line up. It's amazing to me t- that Kedjistan the area in the bottom left, you touch almost none of it in the game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They never have about? you go there. I don't know. It is what it is. It's weird. I agree. Yeah. Also, Chaldeum, dude, like three games in a row where it's just getting destroyed. Not the not the greatest place to live, I guess. <clears throat> yeah. Remember last game where it was just getting bombarded and then you fight Asmodan in the palace? Oh yeah, yeah. That place uh has a bad time. Yeah. I would not <laughs> that was live a bad there. Time. No, no. Um it's interesting, you know, the so w- which class did you end up playing? I played sorcerer all the way through um and I would do it again um probably. It's a weird build where it's kind of like melee-ish. Um so I don't have great equipment and i could feel it by the end of the game where like you kind of want more like optimized close and frozen damage with lightning up to do the build because mm. it's like a light chain lightning build but the basic skill is like a melee skill um so it's a little odd so when you run out of mana if you're trying to stand still you have nothing to hit because nothing's in range um Mm. So you really want like movement and close damage instead of standstill and far damage. Um, so it's going to require some gear or when I hit Paragon, just retooling into something else entirely that looks like it's better for, 
This was really good for leveling because yeah. it, it, it's chain lightning and it causes explosions. So stuff just sort of dies. Even right, when I was having is... trouble killing things in heck, uh, I just keep saying hell, heck instead of hell because I think it's funny. Um, even when I was like noticing my damage was down because of like old equipment and stuff. Um, and it took me a little while to beat Lilith. I only, I only died once the entire game, by the way. I did not die until oh, okay. um, the second phase of the Lilith fight when I did not realize the floor was crumbling underneath me. There were too many effects. Too many explosions and things on the screen. Yeah. Yeah. So she has this That's, effect where she swipes the ground and it creates like a black mask where there's going to be damage. Yep. And that covered up the ground crumbling thing. And I was standing like on a line and then all of a sudden I was dead and I was like, Oh, I don't one of my know number one complaint. One of there. my number one complaints about this game is how busy the visual design can be sometimes, uh-huh. especially when there's like 50 mobs yeah. like you're in, or you're in a dungeon and there's not a lot of floor space to see. And, you know, one of the monsters like turns into a ball of goo and explodes well, as certain classes, your health is not high enough that you can just stand in those explosions for more than like one. Yeah. Right. And if you kill 15 monsters at the same time and they all are going to explode like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, problems are about to happen for you. you know? I did have trouble. Um, almost all the times I die, it's because of stuff like that. Oh, OK. Yeah. So I've only died once um, and that was in that fight. Other than that, I never died playing the game. Um, I did, however, in hell have trouble seeing monsters and stuff the the visual design of the level made it very hard to see things uh for me and i'm not even colorblind or anything i just had trouble like delineating it's very dark right in hell it's just very much like there were dark levels in the in the main world there's dark levels and there's nighttime but things are like visually distinct and in, in hell they were just not differentiated well i don't know yeah I, um, I'm I'm with you there. I like the game overall. I don't know if I'll pick it up. So that's why I wanted to ask you about some seasonal stuff that I hit. Um, sure. I did some stuff after like finishing the season to unlock the tree and I fought some people and all of a sudden my gear mm-hmm. has like packed stuff on it and I have no idea what any of that stuff is. They, they hit you with the trailer for season two and like the vampire stuff, but they don't explain mm-hmm. any of the vampire stuff. They're just like, your armor has packs on it now. Good, good luck. Yeah. None of, none of that gets explained until you get to, um, like there's a, there's a quest chain that you can go on that explains kind of the vampire stuff and sort of oh, like leads you into, well, it'd be nice if they told to me there was a quest powers. chain. Well, there is a quest. I mean, like they give you a, um, one of those like white pluses or something um somewhere once you finish the campaign you'll have you should have the option to get it oh no that's the tree of whispers well you probably have to do tree of whispers first (laughs) oh there's a bunch of them right okay so this is the thing that like usually those those white pluses um, that means tell you where the next thing yeah is also i mean it may also be that you are uh I guess you're level 45. I don't know. I was going to say, I'm not sure what level you have to be to do that stuff. If there's like a required, um, 
Yeah. I know okay. you have to so, finish the campaign. That, so I probably have I to know. finish this Tree of Whispers quest line before the next white plus quest line will pop up. Like main quest line will pop up. Which would yeah. be the seasonal and, quest line, which should explain the pack yes. stuff and all the vampires. Well, stuff. I don't know that it I don't know that it explains the pack stuff, but it leads you into that stuff. So you've been and playing eventually this season, or it no? gives you Yes. And yeah. thoughts on it? Like, uh it's in, it's interesting. I don't know. I like the um I like that the fact that the the ew, what am I trying to think of here the the seasonal mechanic is these like vampire blood hunts that happen right mm-hmm. uh, they're essentially like a parallel set of quests like you get the tree quests and when yeah. you complete tree quests you can go back to the tree and you get a box and armor and there's a parallel set of quests that spawn in these blood hunt areas okay and similar the thing. Yeah, just or they're the same kind of quest, but these ones are about vampires, right? And the the deal with the blood hunt seems to be that like there are just a ton of monsters in those zones, like a lot, high density, right? Uh Which is really nice for like leveling up, doing quests, sure, uh, getting you know just lots of drops because there's just lots of monsters. Mm -hmm. Um, so that's really cool. Also, they drop like vampire specific loot, which is like blood that you can pick up and that blood then goes into upgrading your vampire powers. You get an entire uh, tab in your inventory uh, for vampire powers. Yeah. And that's where the packs and stuff come in. Mm-hmm. Once you get, um, once you start earning those powers, you can slot them into a wheel and there's like, I don't know, five slots so the, or something. The packs create and each the one powers that you slot, or the blood creates the no, powers? Hold on, man. I'm explaining oh, it, dude. Okay. I'm just, I'm confused. I'm sorry. Once you slot one of the power, like there's a whole set of powers that you earn um, from leveling up and spending the blood. And then once you have uh, a power, you can slot it on this wheel. There's like five options or five uh-huh. slots. And each one that you slot requires X number of packs. And Oh, okay. Packs, I was just confused. About packs, what... I got it. Okay. Yeah. The packs effectively turn on those extra powers, right? Okay. And you have to have different kinds. These ones have skulls. These ones have yeah. chalices. These ones yeah, have yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. And so then, you know, depending on which things you slot in that wheel, that'll be how many packs you need. And then as you change your gear around, you need to make sure you have the requisite number of packs for which there are items which will add or subtract or reset packs for. So you don't have to worry too much about that. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. I thought we had accidentally skipped packs there. I'm sorry. Nope. Was Uh, all, I was all getting there eventually. It just (laughs) took a long time because the whole thing is really complicated. Yeah, it's, um, it's um, I mean, it's currencies and subcurrencies, just like a gotcha game, right? Almost. Yeah, which is the thing that I don't like about it, because they don't give you a good, first off, the pack stuff is like barely ever explained. They just sort of be like, yeah, and you get packs and you use the packs to turn on your vampire powers. Okay, bye. And then it's like, some of the packs can only be on certain pieces of gear. That's not, that's never explained. Okay. There's, uh how you spend the blood to get the vampire powers was never like very well explained the I thought mm-hmm. there's just like a tab on that, on that like same screen at the bottom. It's just like spend blood. And you're like, well, why would I, what do I do with the blood? What does this even get me doing? That gets you new powers or levels up your existing powers. Oh, um, up to a cap, which it turns out is not that hard to hit because I have leveled all the powers to maximum, even all the ones I don't use. Oh. <laughs> so it's not that hard to hit that cap. Um, yeah, let's see. My character is like 80-something, uh, 83, 84, or something like that. Um, my wife is like mid-90s. Whoa. Yeah. 
it's not that hard, man. It, uh, let me tell you, running those tree quests over and over, doing world bosses, doing the like the seasonal journey stuff, like you'll just get there. Like it's not that hard to to get that high. Um, you know, doing oh, okay. the like high level dungeons a lot and of, stuff. A lot of people have been saying it takes a long time to level, but that's cool that it's you don't invest that much time and you're in the eighties. So. I have some other games yeah. I wanted to play and I was like starting to feel the pressure of that. And it was like, uh, is, am I done with Diablo? I, I really did enjoy the story, especially once they really cut back on the cinematics a lot. I mean, there was only mm-hmm. what two or three pre-rendered ones and the rest were all in game. But that pre-rendered one at the end with Inarius and the battle on the bridge and Prava and all that was gorgeous. It was cool, uh, right? Yeah. I mean, and the story was good and the Inarius part of it at the end was good and I really I really liked it. Um I just didn't know if I liked it enough to stick with it in the seasonal stuff, right? So, yeah. And there are so, you know, some of the especially other stuff if it's that slow. Some of the other stuff that there are quests, right? Again related to this stuff. Also, you know, you haven't seen the like big capstone dungeons that come out as part of the uh changing the world tiers up um but yeah you know there are bosses that are unique to the seasonal stuff there are more uh like you know high level bosses you know there's a there's a really high level durial fight there's a high level lilith fight there's high level bosses of other types that you didn't see during the the main campaign mm-hmm. um you know and, and they drop unique stuff and it's cool but like you know the game is grinding right there's you know to some degree that well that's getting the, the beginning perfect of stats right? getting the best gear and mm-hmm. all that stuff i right? almost wondered at a certain point if they should remove items from the game until you're done with the story because it almost it, doesn't matter correct they don't right because as soon as you gain like you know another level or whatever the items are completely obsoleted yeah um yeah so the the thing is right once you hit level 50 and you stop gaining those levels that stops happening mm-hmm and then it's much more about like, okay, how much item power can I get? Like how many stats does it have the right affixes? Does it do the right thing that I want? Right. Mm-hmm. And then that, it just becomes a different way of chasing the gear. Right. And that's really um, where it, I think gear might actually matter. I think if I was going to design a Diablo, right? Like, Hey, adventurer, you're an adventurer until you beat the game. And then you're going to be a master. And once you're a master, you can do these things with equipment, right? And like start upgrading this equipment that's just been with you all game. So it is interesting that I think it's without having gotten to the Paragon stuff, you really missed an entire like avenue of character uh, development and exploration. Because the Paragon stuff is really different than it was for Diablo 3. It is oh, not okay. at all the way Diablo it Diablo 3, and that's maybe something that I need to explore and we'll pick up this conversation next time. Um is I thought it was just sort of like Diablo 3 Paragon, where you're just sort of slowly getting trickle upgrades. Each individual Paragon upgrade is a very small thing, right? You put a point on a board and you take a step along a little path, but every so often you get to slot in glyphs or you pick up legendary nodes that have like really uh, much more powerful effects than it would for like one single point, right? And because those boards are so customizable and you can pick your path through them in all kinds of ways, sphere grid esque, right? Mm-hmm. Almost um, that you have so many options for customization at that point. 
and you know the number of glyphs that exist are different and you can level the glyphs up to increase their power you know more grinding there yada yada but the it does give you a lot of options for like customizing your character and increasing the power level of it in in a bunch of different interesting ways have you tried that that maybe aren't allowed on the skill tree right because the glyphs are stuff that's unrelated to stuff their skills sure did you try any of the world bosses are those doable super doable especially okay. because it's like a raid right there's a bunch of people in there okay in fact most of the ones i've been to the bosses get killed so fast the game like lags out and the boss just dies like <laughs> you don't even see it it's just like the fight starts the boss spawns it starts to move around a little bit and then the like five 100s that are there just come in and the boss explodes from like 100 percent to dead <laughs> wow and you get credit for that yeah yeah okay if you're there you'll get credit but even in the lower levels, like the lower world tiers, you can fight them. It's not that hard. As long as there's like more than a few people. If you try to do it by yourself, you're going to have a really bad time. Don't do that. Yeah. Um, but it's totally doable. Okay. Well, uh, that's where I'm at. It sounds like I need to up up my world tier, do some more quests, and see if I want to keep going in the end game here. Because uh, it's very Yeah. Different, I so. think the, you know, try it up to two and see if you're still having fun. And, okay. you know, maybe then you'll you'll either be good with it or not, you know? All right. Well, if people are having their own Diablo adventures after we've been talking about it a bunch, what should they do? Uh, they can write into our podcast here. We have email, email us podcast at we were gamers.com. Uh, let us know about uh, your Diablo experiences. If you have any, uh, or, you know, if you have any sweet lore Bibles that we should be, but yeah, send us uh send us email podcast at we were gamers.com. And on, for the video, you can find it on YouTube, youtube.com slash at we were gamers uh, on there. And please check those out. Andy does a lot of work on them. All right, man. Well, I hope you're having a nice vacation right now while people are listening to this and we're all in, we're all on vacation and uh, New Year. Yeah, you guys, too. Yeah. I hope everyone's having a great, great holiday season, the end of the year, beginning of a new year. And we'll talk to you in January. <laughs>